0: I'm not boring, so you won't go to sleep on me, and don't let this suit fool you. I'm a country boy, okay? And I know how to plow when I need to plow. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, we thank God for every moment that he's given us. Uh, My wife, Lady Darlene Davis, she's back at the main house. She's ministering today. She's not up yet. She's hoping I get back by there before she starts to minister, but she does an excellent job. And I know she's going to do an excellent job this morning, but I feel comfortable enough to be here uh, with you all this, this morning and uh, 25 years of celebrating. And I've been uh, doing a little bit of study and I noticed that most uh, ministries, uh, they make it about six months to two years now. That's right. yeah. yes, right. The majority of ministries only last about six months to two years. Yeah. That's your statistics. Six months to two years. So I want you, I'm just going to go ahead and jump in the word, and then you decide whether you want to roll with me or not. Uh, but in Genesis chapter 6, very unusual passage of Scripture for what my assignment is, but I believe I'm right on point. Uh, this is one of those 2 a.m. messages. So uh, it was too early to, to be in the flesh. It had to be God. <laughs> So the book of Genesis chapter um, six, I'll start reading in verse 11. And there's something I always, when I come to this house, um, there's a prophetic anointing that comes on my life. And I I speak into some areas I really shouldn't know anything about. And uh, I'll be speaking and I won't know what all I'm saying, but I believe the pastors and the bishop here will know exactly what's being said. And exactly what it means to them and exactly what it means to this church. I was in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa in September, and I preached about five times uh, there. In every house, I was right on point. Every single house, I was right on point. Every single house. And uh, I trust what God is doing in my life. And I know this is a critical time in the body of Christ. It's a very critical time. He's not just talking. Uh, Church as usual is not going to work. Church as usual is not going to work. And I'm going to show you why in Scripture church as usual is not going to work. Uh, Genesis chapter 6 verse 11. Verse 11 reads this way. The earth also was corrupt before God and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth and indeed it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted their ways on the earth. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them because of the people. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. And this is how you should make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. Its width 50 cubits and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark and you shall finish it to a cubic from above. And set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower second and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters. It's amazing you were talking about the tsunami. I am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with Bishop Larry and Sandy. And I... And you shall go into the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. Let's pray a short prayer. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you for transformation power that comes through only the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that you've already placed the word of God in my heart. Therefore, my mouth will speak that which you have placed within me. I honor this house. I honor this season. I honor this man and woman of God, and I honor those that you have given them to lead into the greatest hour the body of Christ has ever seen. I thank you and bless you now for the outcome of this service, for you have already established it. Now we just walk it out. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Well, it's so, so much of an honor to be here as always. And and I have a home out in Bradford. Uh, So I lived out here in Pinson for many, many years. My daughter lives in that house now. It's about an acre of land out in the Bradford areas. I was out there yesterday. So uh, she still lives out there in that home. So I still come out here from time to time. And I still love this place. It's the most most quietest place on the earth nowadays. Uh, When you want to get away from the hustle and bustle, you just come to Pinson. Because things move so fast, you don't find many haters in Penson. Everybody loves everybody in Penson. Uh, those of you who don't know that, you just moved here. I grew up here. I know more about this area than you do. And I didn't live in a nice house the first time. I lived in a trailer. I built a house out here. And then I was able to leave that house to my daughter, and she uh, thoroughly enjoys it. Doesn't have to pay a dime on it, so I'm pretty sure she enjoys it. So I want to talk to you I want to talk to you because we understand that we're in the evil days. Uh Pastor Larry mentioned a 3-year-old cupcake uh being killed. That's an evil day. We know that there's a uh a, a, a college student from uh from uh <sighs> I almost said Alabama. Now it's not Auburn who's missing right now. So we're in evil days. There are some other children that have been found in dumpsters, so we're in an evil day. So Moses begin, uh, God begins to look on the earth and notices that there's an evil day, not Moses, Noah, and God begins to look and he sees that there is an evil day. When there is an evil day, God begins to give men like myself and Bishop Larry instructions because it's an evil day. He may not give you those instructions, but that's okay as long as you're connected to us, you're going to be fine. So he begins to give us instructions for an evil day. Look at your neighbor, tell him this is an evil day. So if this is an evil day, men like myself and Bishop Larry are receiving instructions for an evil day. Within those days, there are certain things that happen within those days that we are now to follow out instructions. You may not understand everything that we're doing and it's not for you to understand everything that we're doing because God didn't talk to you. He was talking to us. But he was talking about saving something that belonged to him. So you got to understand when he starts speaking to us, he's speaking in an odd way, but he's preparing us to save what desires to be a part of this next phase of what God is going to do. So we're dealing with 25 years, 25 years, and 25 years is not a casual time. Uh, Coming up in March, we'll celebrate uh, 23 years. It has not been an easy 23 years, so I know it couldn't have been an easy 25 years. And standing on the outside and looking in, you may think it's easy because you're at home while we're still working. So you will possibly think that it's easy. It is not easy and it's not easy to handle your problems and our problems at the same time. It's not easy. It's not easy to handle the changing world that we live in and still stay afloat. It's not easy. If I was going to use a title, I would use a title, Old Lumber That Floats. Old Lumber That Floats. Old Lumber That Floats. My mind went all the way back when you started to mention uh, Chad coming down and preaching for you. It was down in an old barn that you converted into a church, right? There's something about using old lumber that calls it, uh, it lasts a whole lot longer than the compressed material that we use today. So when he converted that, that, uh, barn into a church, that was very impressive because you used some of the old wood. And I I started to ride down there yesterday since I was in Bradford just to see if it was still standing. But I'm pretty sure it's still standing because... It's still a church. It's still a church. It's still there because you use some old material that had endurance because most of the stuff you have now doesn't have a whole lot of endurance. You have people join one day next next week. They're gone. They they don't have endurance because you're not building with the same material. I'm going to talk about y'all whether you like it or not because I'm going to leave after I'm done. That there's something about the material that is being used and I'm going to get to my one of my last points and I'll talk about the material but but you don't build like you used to build and we it's good to come in contact with people like uh, Pastor Rod Parsley because he knows how to build for endurance he knows how to build for endurance so you don't need no new age people in your life when you're building like this you need somebody that's got longevity somebody's about 83 years old and still praising God that's what you need around you if your praise stop at 25 just because you had a bad day, uh-uh, you you don't have the right stuff. We praise through trials. We praise through devil. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil. For God is still with us even though we're going through hell right now. Anybody in this place understand what it is to float even when you're going through hell. Your praise is not because you just uh, want to sweep. Your praise is because you know the God that can still bring change in your life in spite of the debt that you're facing at your praise present time. So I want to talk. I I usually use five points, and I have five points here. And I'm not going to be long. I'm not going to be long. I'm not going to get in your business too much. But I believe I'm right on it. I don't doubt God when I pray, when I hear, I believe God and I function in obedience after that. So I don't worry about the criticism of people because they're going to be talking until they were talking before I came. They're going to be talking after I leave. They were talking before I was born. They're going to be talking after I'm at home to be with the Lord. So let them just keep on talking. I'm going to keep on preaching. So, so, so number one, and you got to understand this because I'm, I'm, I'm laying some groundwork and settling some things because in every church, because I pastor, you have to settle some things in church because there are innocent people that will miss what God wants to do if you don't settle some things in the church. So we going to settle some things in this house because God's doing some amazing things. And you can always tell when God's doing something amazing when the generals come to see what you're doing. When the generals come to see what you're doing, you automatically know that God is doing something amazing. It doesn't matter how you invite them or how many times you invite them. They don't come unless they know God is up to something. And I'm telling you right now, uh, 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 Pastor Rod partially wouldn't have came if something wasn't going on around here. I'm telling you now. I couldn't get Bishop Long when 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 I wanted him unless he knew something was going on and you ain't seen nothing yet who I'm bringing into town for the revival That's going to break out all around this region. So let me get to my let me get to my first point. Let me get to my I'm not arrogant. I'm just sure some things. Number one, every senior leader is given a survival plan in an evil season. Every senior leader is given a survival plan in an evil season. They're not going to do church as usual. I'm pretty sure it's been strange around here. And the reason it's been strange is because we're in an evil season and every senior leader receives a survival plan just like Noah did in an evil season. When things get really bad and dark, God will come and visit a person like your pastor, your bishop, and give him a survival plan for the evil season that we're in. I remember a day, especially in Penson, you didn't have to lock your doors on your car, nor did you have to lock them on your house. But when you come into an evil season or evil day, God will give a survival plan to your senior leader. Well, why didn't you give it to me? I'm on the prayer team. You're not the senior leader. Well, well, why didn't you give it to me? I'm leading praise and worship. We are not the senior leader. Why didn't you give it to me? I am ushering the parking lot. You're not the senior leader. When God is know- knows that there's a an evil day he is going to give a word to your senior leader so you need to be attentive you need to hear what they're saying because that plan is going to save your life as well as their lives to pat myself on the back on that one i'm going to read it again then i'll go into number two every senior leader is given a survival plan in an evil season noah received a survival plan in In an evil season, the Bible said not Bishop Davis, not not uh, Bishop Larry. God said in the Bible that everything was evil and corrupt. This is not off Facebook. This is not off social media. This is out of your Bible. God said it was evil. It doesn't matter if you feel like it's good. God said it was evil. It doesn't matter. You can paint it up. You can go ahead and try to detox your mind and feel like it's okay. No, God said it was evil. And if God said it was evil, then it's evil. It doesn't matter what's going on in your personal house. Step outside of it long enough to find out how evil it is out there. So every leader Every senior leader is given a survival plan in an evil season. Number two, your leader has experienced many evil seasons in 25 years. Your leader. Over 25 years, you see evil come, you see evil go. There's no way to pastor for 25 years and never met up with an evil season. There's no way to pastor for 25 years and never have somebody demonic in your leadership. What do you mean by that? It's it's difficult to pastor for 25 years and never have a Judas. You You can never pastor 25 years and never have somebody sitting next to you that tries to betray you. In 25 years, you're gonna have some problems. That's why we gotta wise up and we gotta settle this house today, because that person who's negative may be a Judas and may be sitting right next to the senior bishop of this house, but they may be a Judas. So be careful who you listen to in this season. All right, all right, all right. Your leader has experienced many. Evil seasons in 25 years. You don't have to pastor a whole year to experience an evil season. That's why many churches don't last six months. Uh, you know, I, I, I look at these younger pastors who are ascribing to be pastors who don't know what you encounter when you become a pastor. And they're all excited at first. It's just like a marriage until you realize that person you just married is not going anywhere. So there are certain things that happen uh, when a person has been uh, pastoring and leading spiritually for 25 years that you need to acknowledge because most pastors don't make it past two years. So if you lower your celebration after 25 years, you do your leaders an injustice. Because they had to stay when the people were coming. And then they had to stay when the people were going. And then they had to stay when the people came back in. And then they had to stay when people went back out. But they had to maintain their message in the meantime. All right, stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. So your leader has experienced many evil seasons in 25 years. I know it hasn't all, all been good because I do the same thing you do. And it hasn't always been good. It hasn't always been good for you. It hasn't always been good for your wife. And you'd be surprised at how much it impacts a senior leader's family in an evil season. They bring comfort to you. You go home and rest and their rest is stripped away from them in an evil season. Stay with me here. Stay with me. So your leaders that you see who is blowing the shofar. (laughs) I wish I could blow like that. Has been through evil seasons. There was an evil season going on here. That Noah had been informed about. Because he was a man that was in covenant with God. Number three, we're halfway there. The leader has built according to God's instructions to overcome the evil times. The leader has built according to God's instructions to overcome the evil times. Why are we building like this? Why do we put that there? Why do we expand the platform? I, I like this platform. <laughs> Why did we do this? Why did we do that? Because we're building. By instruction for what is to come. While you're asking questions, we need you to add your agreement because the times are evil. We don't need you examining us. We need you agreeing with us. Can two walk together, Amos 3 and 3, unless they be agreed? Some people get excited about the fact that other people listen to them when they disagree, especially with the leader of the house. That is not something to be excited about. That is something that you should go pray and ask God to help me with because I'm too excited about the division that I'm creating in this evil day. And I'm sabotaging the instructions that came from God to my leader. (laughs) I need to rest right there. The instruction that came from God to my leader. Where'd that come? It came from God to your leader to save you. Everything your leader's doing is about saving you. From a wicked and perverse generation. Everything. I see these young people up here dancing. I was starting to think I got to go do something with my young people, my teenagers. Why? Because I can tell these building an art because young people are still around the altar giving God glory. And you don't see that today. They're doing things and they're shaking everything and they're not cold. So when you see young people praising and glorifying the name of the Lord, you need to start celebrating your leader because they're doing something right. See, they begin to take it for granted because they come in each week and they see it. But if you go outside of this place, you don't see it. And I am came to tell you there's been instructions that have been given for building. And he's building. She's building correctly. You want to know why? Because we still have young people praising and worshiping God. Oh, okay. All right. The leader has to build according to God's instructions to overcome the evil times. Well, it seems to be good right now. The money's not funny. Everybody's in agreement. But the evil times are coming. The the problem with, with most faith people, they think they can faith a season away. You can't faith a season away. Faith makes you prepare for the season that's coming. And if you don't prepare for an evil season that comes, that evil season that comes will take you out. But those of us who have faith, those of us who are building according to God's plan, those of us who understand that the seasons change, those of us who understand that it's not always going to be like it is
1: today, we understand that we have to start building and we need some faithful laborers to help us to build because the day is not always going to be so-
0: See, see. I, in 25 years, you've faced enough days to understand every day is not going to be sunshine. I, I was reading uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes' uh, book, *The Crushing*. And when I was reading his his book, I noticed that he said in his book, there's a time of celebration. But at the moment of celebration, there's also a time of disappointment. They almost run together. It's almost like celebrating your daughter's wedding and then the grandmother dies the next day. years ago I I started and and, and when I started I was was taught to believe and have faith and I have a whole lot of faith but I had a whole lot of problems to come while I had a whole lot of faith so now I understand that problems going to come when I have my faith and when I don't have faith but problems going to come but I need my faith to make it through I need my faith weeping may endure for a night joy comes in the morning I need my faith to make it through the night you need your faith you need your man of God you need his teaching you need the structure that he has in this church because you are guaranteed if you live long enough to have a night season. <sighs> Number three again. The leader has to build according to God's instructions to overcome the evil time. We don't build according to God's instructions. When the evil time comes, we will no longer exist. And if you can exist 25 years, knowing that evil times have come, I believe the wood that you used, the gopher wood, it was created to float. You used the right wood. I believe that you used the right material because you used pitch so that the ark didn't sink. And the reason this ministry hadn't sank... It's because of the material that God told him to use. It's the changes that God told him to make. It's the time he had to shift and you didn't understand why he was shifted. That's the only reason this place still exists, simply because he built according to God's instructions. In 25 years, you know you've had people to leave that think the church is going to die because they left and the church begins to accelerate because they left because they weren't number dead weight anyway. Excuse me, excuse me. I almost thought I was in my church for a minute. See see you 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 you, you gotta get past some things. People are gonna be people. There are gonna be some good, there's gonna be some bad, but you gotta know how to discern. Know those who labor among you. So in order for this place to exist, and I remember when I used to drive down 79 on my way home, seeing you in that tent next to the gas station there, I said, what in the world is that guy doing down there? And finally, I met you. I met you. You came by. It was Christian Heritage Church then. You came by, and, and uh, Pastor Frankie introduced you. That was my first time seeing you. I said, okay, this is this young guy that ain't got no better sense than to open up a tent on 79 and do service. You you know, let me tell you, determination was so great that I'll do church church in a tent See, we have to understand what we're dealing with. You have to understand what you're dealing with. You do service in a tent, you go buy a barn and you turn that barn into a sanctuary and they think you're scared of losing this building. <laughs>
1: Oh, they know they don't understand it. It's not the building, cause before you got the building, you were doing what you're doing right now. Before you See, they don't understand. Cause they are into stuff. And you're into God. Your wife is into God. And when you're into God, it doesn't scare you when they try to th- All
0: right. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> see, see. You, you don't know where they come from. Which means you don't know where they're going. The same God that brought you out of the tent. is the same God that's going to take you all the way to global. Because you not can't have what you have and stay local. And people don't understand why you're shifting. It. It's
1: because when you go global, there's another evil day that you're entering into. And when you get in that other evil day, you don't even know the enemies that are attacking you. When you get in that next day, that's why you got to listen. Because you're not always going to be... Just seen in Penson! Oh, oh, all right.
0: oh okay. 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 All right. Number, number four. Number four. Number four. Number four. See? You, you, you have to understand. This may be this may be where you were birthed, but this is not all the influence you're gonna have. Everywhere I go now, people know me. I'm in the airport in Johannesburg, South Africa. And a guy walks up to me and says he knows me. I can barely understand what he's saying. How does he know me? I mean, let me just release something in the atmosphere. They're building for where they, where they're going and not where they are. So if it seems strange... Is they planning for a day that God told them about that we're trying to get you to catch the vision concerning. You don't take a whole lot of energy for today, but where y'all are going. Yeah, yeah. Make it plain. All right. All right. Number four, 25 years is to prove that your leader used the right material and built go- according to God's plan. 25 years, 25 years, he's just on the bracelet, <laughs> 25 years, 25 years. How long is it going to take you to figure out, is it authentic? Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: if you're still struggling after 25 years, then something's wrong. I can read somebody in less than five minutes. Less than five minutes doesn't take me 25 years. I can read something in less than five minutes. If I meet you, I am determining whether I'm going to get a chance to talk to you again. by In the first five minutes, I know whether or not I want to go and hang out with you again. Oh, it's quiet now. (laughs) Some of us are wired like that smiles don't throw us off hugs don't throw us off yep. you you know in the, in the first 5 minutes whether you want to have this encounter again 25 years is the proof 25 years is the proof 25 years is the proof 25 years you have been proven you have been proven I don't care what anybody in here has to say. You have been proven. You have been proven before God to be faithful, to have integrity, to build according to God's plan, to build with God's material. And if anybody come and try to put some of this, uh, I want to say it like I want to say it in my church, but some of this fake non-authentic things in place that doesn't last an old year and then try to mix it in with the stuff you have because the stuff you use you just can't lose. You can't do this in this season as a church, as spiritual leaders. You can't do this and last, and last if you're not authentic and real and have been proven. All of you who are in question, leave it at the altar today because you shouldn't be questioning them after 25 years. Before you came, they were already proven. That's why God sent you here because God found them faithful and you needed a home and these are your people. These these are your leaders.
1: Why? Because they have been proven before God in 25 years and you don't commit suicide. They are preachers committing suicide. And how can we do this for 25 years and still want to live? God has done something on the inside of us. We don't need you grading us. We have already proven to be faithful, proven to be consistent, proven to love God, proven to love people, proven to use the right material and have the vision from heaven. Because God, if he
0: gives a vision, he gives his provision. And you can't tell me this church exists without money. Anything God is financing, he gave the vision for it. I said anything God is financing, he gave the vision for it. And I know I'm preaching a little bit hard. I'm kind, I'm kind of passionate about. I'm passionate about lifting leaders up because so many has a, have attacked them and they don't understand why you're attacking. I'm trying to keep you afloat. I'm praying for you. I'm interceding for you. I'm praying for your family. I'm praying for your children. I'm praying for your job. I'm praying for your business. You gotta learn to send some of that prayer back up so those people can stay up, so they can keep going, so they can keep building. Because there's another generation that's coming under their leadership. You're not the only generation. There's another generation that's coming under that leadership that's going to be
1: covered, that's going to be safe, just like you're safe. And the only reason you're here this morning is because you feel safe.
0: You will not go to a place you didn't feel safe. You come here because you feel safe. 25 years of faithfulness, you feel safe. five years is the proof that your leader used the right materials and built according to God's plan. When the storms come, when the winds blow, and they will, will you still be standing? Only that that's founded on the word of God they don't have to ask, did you build on the word? If you're still standing after 25 years, it's self-explanatory. You have built on the word of God because there are many that started that are no longer in ministry right now. There were buildings that were packed that were larger than this that are no longer in existence right now. It's simply because you built on the word of God and that's why the celebration should not stop at the end of this month. It should kick continue to go on and you should never stop celebrating your leader and you should never stop celebrating your church because any church and leader that's still standing deserves your celebration. Celebrate them. Celebrate his wife. Celebrate his children and nothing's wrong with it and if anybody says anything to you about it say I'm excommunicating myself with you because I have stayed here and I've seen
1: them persevere. I've seen them stand. I've seen them believe God. I've seen them Go through pain and still serve us.
0: Okay. Is this all right? <laughs> let me let me help you. Let me help you. You you don't have to start a conspiracy. If God's not pleased, he's gonna remove them. Don't, don't try to do God's job and get cursed. If he hadn't moved them, it's because he's pleased with them. After 25 years, if God could wipe out the whole earth, he wiped out the entire earth. Guess what? He only saved uh, Bishop Larry and his family and animals. I, I'm going to get to my last point in just a second. Wednesday night, I was up speaking, and I said, um, you know, at my home, it's just very pleasant and very peaceful, and uh, I have this little dog named Sugar Bear. It's a chihuahua. And Sugar Bear thinks she's a human because she spends so much time with us, so she thinks she's a human. And they said, I said, I called the people a dog. I didn't call them a dog. I said, if Sugar Bear acts like a human after being close to us, what should you act like? How can you be that close? She's got four legs and she acts like us and you got two legs and you act like an animal. There's something about being in, the, in this setting, being in this atmosphere that should transform and take the animal nature out of you. Animals are never faithful to one another, but humans are. It's quiet just like it was in my church. <laughs> this, this last one is extremely important. You can see it in Scripture. This last one is extremely important. It's so important that you, you should all believe for it. You should all pray for it. You should all uh, come together and affirm it in the atmosphere because it's ex- extremely important. What the leader, number five, what the leader has built will save his or her children as well. Verse 18, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wives, and your sons' wives with you. Because I have established my covenant. Now, if we save you and leave, lose our children, something's wrong. Wow. Come on, something's not right about that. On, how much church mess have you started that we lost our children? On, how much have you disrespected us while we knew, while those children knew we were saving, you, serving you faithfully? And, and how much has it turned them away from the very ark that was built to save them too? I don't want you to shout right there. I want you to process that. Because I'm a pastor. I have, I have daughters. How many of them are turned away because the very person that we visited at the hospital bailed out of a crisis is the same individual that turns around now and tries to take us out and our children don't understand. The ark that was being built after we had to say, okay, my child may be going through right now, but the ark that I'm building right now, I am building that ark and I'm in covenant with God, and I want my daughters and I want my children, my grandchildren, to be saved in that same ark. There's nothing wrong with believing that what you built will save your children too. There's nothing wrong with it. And if you start believing like that, guess what? God will begin to save your children because you're believing that God will make sure that his children and her children are in the ark as well. You don't just grab your stuff and come in. You grab them and say, We need you all because we don't know what family is until we see all of you worshiping God the way we're supposed to worship God. Because that's what it's all about. Because God's into families, because God saved a family. And I've been teaching on family. And if God's in the family, we might as well be in family. And if you're not in family, You don't understand God's will for your life because God loves family. That's what God does. God gave families. And if God gave family, how in the world, and I would have said something else if I was at home, how in the world would he allow us to lose our family while we're trying to make sure that your family sit next to you and worshiping next to you and saved in the same house or same ark that you're in? It's a good thing I don't have a keyboard player because we'd be running instead of processing. What the leader has built will save his or her children as well. You need to get ready and prepare and decree and declare that everything that pertains to them will be in this house, in this ark, because it's built for them. It's built for them. You never build something and leave your children out. Y'all think about it. Y'all were processing. The thing I do is I wanted to have a school so that my daughter wouldn't have to go to public schools. I wasn't able to do that. So what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to build for my grandchildren that are not yet born see their motivation you want to know why these young people are up here because their motivation was their own children they didn't want to lose their children so they say your children because they wanted their children to be doing what your children are doing that's why you need to get behind them and you got to believe with them because the better their children are the better your children are going to be in fact their children should be doing a whole lot of leading in that area right now but if you're thinking your child should be leading you're not believing for their child to be leaving and you got to change your perspective because we need their seed in this house and in this ark functioning just It's like God wants it to function and ain't no need to get mad at anybody. You got to start celebrating because you all missed out on the flood. You all missed out on the evil day because somebody decided to make a sacrifice. Somebody decided to leave what they were doing on behalf of God and behalf of God's people and do what others wouldn't do. I can't, I can't think of just coming back down this highway and seeing y'all riding riding lawnmowers. Get them off of those riding lawnmowers, and you get your lawnmower out here and keep this grass cut. You want to know why? Because when they're here, they're away from their family. They need to be taking care of the grandkids now. You got a grandbaby now. They need time with their grandbaby because their grandbaby needs to be in this nursery not worried about some evil person touching their child, especially in a day like this. And it is your responsibility, Solid Rock, to make it happen.
1: 25 years of proof. You have no reason to doubt what they're doing. Not today!
0: Don't you leave their children out there. You may not talk to them, but you better pray for them. Don't you leave their grandchildren out there. You may not talk to them, but you better pray for them. After 25 years, you have sucked the life out of these folks. Now you got to give back. This is your season to start giving back. This is your season to start being excited about being in, our, being in a comfortable place, being in a place where money is not mismanaged, being in a place because you can't mismanage in something this size and still stay afloat. You have to have good stewardship to maintain buildings and complexes like this. You can't play games with finances, so you already understand if this place is solid, it means they have good money money management skills and they're doing things the right way, so God keeps on blessing, and God wants to do more for you. The more this house is blessed, the more this ark is blessed, the more your house is going to be blessed. Is there anybody in here ready for your house to get blessed? Well, you make sure that this house is blessed, and I'm approaching the end of my message, but if you start blessing this house, and you make sure this house is solid at all times. God's going to make sure your house is solid. You may have walked into this church with a raggedy marriage,
1: with a raggedy household, I'm country y'all, with a raggedy lifestyle but God is transforming your your lifestyle right now because whatever you make happen for them, God's got to make happen for you. I dare you to jump up on your feet and start celebrating because God is making it happen for you. Whatever you pray for them, it'll come over into your life. Don't be selfish in this season. God is up to something major. And God's not going to leave you out. God has no respect of person. God wants to bless your life. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female. God wants to bless your life. And I came to make an announcement. Solid Rock Church, there's a blessing coming on you that you don't have room enough to receive. You need to start shouting right now. Some of y'all need to start not running right now. I feel the blessing of the Lord that make them rich and had no sorrow with it. God's very intentional. God knew what he needed today. God knew what you needed today and it's your time to receive your thing from your God. Slap somebody a high five. Tell them it's our time.
0: Come on. Give me some music here. Come on. Hallelujah. Slap somebody else a high five. Tell them it's your time. It's your time. It's your time. It's your time. Solid Rock is 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 your time. Yes, it is. Get a smile on your face. Start celebrating. It's your
1: time. It's your time. We laid the groundwork. Now it's time. We're supposed to do now. It's time we're supporting our leader. Now it's time we're praying for his wife, we're praying for his children. It's your time. See, but
0: you don't understand, it's not easy to get people like me, I'm too busy. I got enough on my schedule to keep me covered up for the next two years. But when a certain season rolls around, where God wants to be good to a person, where God wants to be good to a group of people, he'll tell me, change your schedule because I need you to go make an announcement. I need you to go blow the shofar over Solid Rock Church and tell them the season has changed. So, Evil may be outside, but it's not gonna be inside. Say evil may be outside, there was a lot of evil outside, but it wasn't no evil on the inside. I believe there's a shifting right now, a shifting in the spirit and a shifting in the natural. And everything that thought it was going to be evil on the inside is now being shifted to
1: the outside. And everything that was good that was on the outside is being shifted to the inside. I feel an anointing, I feel a tsunami up in here. I feel a shift in this house. I feel the glory of God in this house. I believe God wants to be good to you. Can you handle God being good to you today? I just need some worshipers. I need some praisers. I need some people who are excited about the things of God right now. Right now. Right now. God is doing that thing. God is doing that thing! God is doing that thing! It's happening right now! Celebration time! It's for right now! It's not a later day, it's for today! Somebody, praise your God!
0: Problem is not you. They struggle to accept love. They struggle to accept love. So just find somebody that knows how to embrace the love that you have for them. You can't hear me. You can't have a multicultural church without love. You can look at graphics of this church and tell the love of the leader and they love so much. It overshadows the prejudices in some's heart. That's some strong love. It's a new day. It's a new day. God reserve y'all for his replenishing process. Miss that God saved y'all for the revival, his replenishing process. Priestess, the reason you didn't die with the wicked is because you're a part of his replenishing process. All over Birmingham, church is about to look like this church right here. All over Birmingham, church is about to look like this church right here. There's some on you. We do have to get together. We do have to talk. Because what's on you need to be on me. And I got a white wife. And it's still not as diverse as this church is. You got to know and recognize the anointing. Because certain anointings bring forth certain things. And anointing is birthed out of love. For all God's people, they don't see color. They don't see color. And when you look out over the audience, you can tell that they don't see color. You didn't just stumble in here. You were drawn into this place. You were drawn into this place by the presence of God. It was the anointing of Jesus Christ on their lives that brought you in for such a time as this. This is the greatest season of your life. And because God is pleased, this season cannot be reversed. It is settled in heaven. It is settled on the earth. If you're a member of this church, I want you to support them like you never have before. Don't just come and eat. Celebrate them. Honor them. Nothing's wrong with it. They're your gift from God. They. Are your gift? God loves you so much. He gave you a bishop and a pastor. He loved you so much that he gave you them. So you don't have to look for one. You have them. And they built to save you. They weren't selfish. Because if they were selfish, They would have took their eyes off of their responsibility and put their eyes on their need. They have needs just like you did. But they did not allow their need to blind them from their purpose. They stayed focused. I've been coming every year. Every time I come, they're focused. Every time I come, they're excited. Are they hurting? Yes, they're hurting. We're all hurting, but they're still excited in the midst of the pain. This is the greatest place you could ever be in the earth. You want to know why? This is your assigned place. You're assigned to this house. You're assigned to these leaders. I'm closing. But I want to make a promise to you. You're not going to perish as long as you got your Noah and his wife right here. Just wanna sew that into you. I told Pastor Larry, he said, well my keyboard has just had a baby, so my keyboard is gonna be here. I said we've been doing this long enough to create our create our own flow. We've been through some stuff, y'all. Some you know about, some you don't know about. When the river dried up, we knew how to create our own river. And all of you who follow these leaders, when things seem dry, you will be able to dig in with your praise and your worship and create a reservoir that will take care of you and take care of your family and the generations that even come after you. I'm going to pray this short prayer. I'm going to turn the mic over to your pastors father we thank you we thank you for what you're doing we thank you for the pureness of the praise and worship and father every beat and every string and every key is laced with the heart of God the vocals are laced with the heart of God because the senior leaders have a heart for you father what you're doing on this platform you'll continue to do throughout this congregation for the thousands that are coming will be more like the senior leader than what's ever been because this congregation made a shift today and the spirit that be upon the leaders Father you took the spirit off of Moses and you put it on the elders. The same spirit is transferred today to those who are joined to this man and this woman. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for every opportunity. Your name is glorified. You are honored today for such a great work that you have established in this earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Come on, put your hands together. Can you lift up your voice and give God a little bit of praise with the fruit of your lips?
2: Something before we get ready to dismiss. We we got a couple of things we gotta do. My wife's gonna come up and handle some announcements. We're gonna ask you to just remain in your seats because how many believe you are fed the word of God today from a mighty man of God, a gift. Well, we're gonna sew back into his ministry today. So you can go ahead and start getting that check ready. You can make it out to Solid Rock Church. We'll just give him one check today. Bless him. We might even just need to make it out to your wife, brother. Just let her do what she wants to do with it. That's what normally happens. You know, we talked about generals being in this house. I want to say publicly with my arm around my friend, Rod Parsley, Perry Stone, Clint Brown are generals. But this man is a general equal with any general in the body of Christ anywhere known to man this is a general and he's from our city come on he don't want that and some of y'all if y'all are, if you heard that message and you're tore up by the fact that I called him a general in the army of God you didn't hear nothing he preached it's my friend I was I was in another state I was I was at in Columbus Ohio at Dominion Camp Meeting listening to one of the greatest men of God this world has ever had to speak into it Bishop Tudor Bismarck and I, I heard in my spirit one day Tudor Bismarck is going to preach at my church because I feel a connection to him I go back to the hotel room that night I didn't get a chance to meet him afterwards I was fine with that I didn't care but I just felt like there's, there's some way God you're going to connect me with Bishop Tudor Bismarck and I forgot how many churches he said he's over, but it's like 2,000, 2,700 churches he's over, something like that. I walk into the hotel at 1 o'clock in the morning, back to the hotel, and standing in the foyer with no one, not even workers of the hotel, was just Bishop Tudor Bismarck and his brother, the only one standing in the whole hotel at 1 o'clock in the morning. I walk straight up to him, one of the kindest, most generous men. Let me tell you about This man. So here I'm talking to a man that's over 2,000 churches that I'm just happy to meet. I'm gonna get a picture with him and all that. Just tell him what a word he preached that night. And I said, I'm gonna take a shot. I said because I'm just that kind of guy. I, I'm not scared to ask anybody anything. So I'm just gonna say, if you ever, ever, if you ever, I don't know if you how much you even know about Birmingham, Alabama. I said, but I pastor a church in Birmingham, and I'd love for you to come and preach for me you know the first words Bishop Tudor Bismarck said to me Birmingham one of my greatest spiritual sons pastors in Birmingham I said what he said do you know a guy named Steve Davis that's what Bishop Tudor Bismarck said to me I said do I know him he's one of my best friends he's one of my overseers he speaks into my life speaks at my church every year he's an apostolic leader in our church he said well that's one of my favorite sons and he said I tell you what there's not a greater finer man of God in the world than Bishop Steve Davis and uh, so I got the inside track to get him when he comes to your church right so when he comes to your church he just slides on over here come here come I'm talking about y'all don't even know when Bishop Tudor Bismarck comes to this house so what I'm trying to tell you is this that's the level of gift that was in this house on a Sunday morning. Very seldom does he get away on a Sunday morning. But he did not hesitate for this house because th- he's family. We're family. Come on. I go back to the days. I remember, I remember going to the old O'Reilly Auto Parts building. Come on. I remember, when, was it Western Auto or something? Western Auto, baby. When he was in that building, I remember watching God build the general. Man of God. So one more time, Solid Rock. Can you show some love and appreciation for the gift that was in this house? Yes,
0: real and, and Chad, Chad's gonna bring my offering to the church afterward. I'm gonna slip on out. You trust him? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to be careful when you get around uh, leaders. Uh, reason being, you don't know where God is going to take them, and you don't know what access God wants to give you to people who can transform your life with a sentence. Um, outside of preaching, very humble, I'm a wild man when I'm preaching. You, you got an example of that right here. But God is doing something really special and unusual with us, and it's uh, it's really odd the people who are favoring us right now yeah. we're not doing anything right. The B- Bishop Jakes uh, Bishop Tudor Bismarck
2: yes, it is. some of the
0: greatest men and women of God in the earth are, are now finding a way to be a part of our lives right. and we can't figure out yet what do they see in us and I encourage you if they see it and they're not with us all the time. You gotta you gotta be able to see it if you're with us week in, week out. Because if you can't see it, you're gonna, you're gonna miss out on something that God's been trying to get to your bloodline. Wow. You're that generation that God wants to bless. And he only gives us those relationships because he knows we're gonna steward those relationships and make sure you're fed, make sure you're blessed. So overlook anything this skepticism in your head about us, because God's really favoring us. Myself, Bishop Larry, you know, that was just a favor of God. I know they don't take the time unless they see something in us. And what they see, let me tell you what they see. They see their beginning in us while they're finishing their race. Wow! Wow. That's what they see.